Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound. All with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What is up, everyone? It is your Fightful Smackdown post-show for Friday, January 26, 2024. I am your host for this episode, Robert D. Felice. I'm joined by... Alexis Cardoza, and I'm joined by Sean Ross Sapp, who's going to talk about the big news of the evening. Vince McMahon has resigned from TKO following some horrific allegations from former employee Janelle Grant. And Sean, I'm going to turn it over to you so we can start this thing off. Yeah, so I I haven't done a public podcast since uh, the allegations of the lawsuit came down. Obviously, it's something we're going to look more into. Um, For those that don't know how things like that work, there's a lot of people to be like, why didn't wrestling media break this? Well, obviously, it was an embargoed lawsuit that was provided to Wall Street Journal. Um, They're going to trust Wall Street Journal with that a little bit more than Fightful and WrestleZone.com and and 2XZone.com and the likes of that. Uh, So considering the waves that wall street journal made a couple of years ago naturally this one was was in route and if you haven't read the entire thing obviously there's some trigger warnings associated and you can seek out that information on your own um it is horrific it is really really horrific and it's something that i've witnessed wwe dealing with in real time i watched the expression on a wwe employee's face as they found out about this and as they found out about it and as they continually got more information they were blown away by it as well Uh, obviously we're going to work on as best possible to find out who knew what who should be held responsible things like that but uh, there's going to be a, a probably a much grander scope to this. Now, I know that Vince McMahon has said that he is going to fight vehemently and vigorously. There ain't no goddamn way that man wants anything to get to discovery. There is no way that man wants his cell phone turned over. No, for just completely other, like he, he does not want people going through his phone. That is not a thing that he wants. Um, personally, I would expect a a settlement uh, in this situation, but yeah, it's uh, it's pretty wild how all this unfolded. And then, uh, gosh, I can't even remember what time it was exactly, but uh, I immediately got sent the email, and the I got sent the email so quickly that the timestamp on it was the same minute as the email was sent. And it was from Nick Khan announcing that Vince McMahon had stepped down, resigned from all positions with TKO and WWE. Vince McMahon no longer has a role in WWE in any capacity any longer. This is something that they needed to do. Uh, There is a press conference tomorrow. It is still going to be asked about uh we've got john alba there on behalf of fightful i'll actually be flying back saturday 
uh, for a family event. But uh, John, I mean, John was very eager to ask about about this, and I'm sure he will. If I were to make a prediction on how WWE would handle it, I would imagine that Triple H will appear at the start of the press conference and say, I understand there are some there's some inquisitions and questions about this. Legally, we can't speak on it, etc. We, we you know, he, he'll probably uh, as I am getting a phone call, uh, he will probably vehemently like and categorically say that that's not something they approve of and, and the like. Uh, but yeah, uh, I will do my best to hop back on in about three minutes because this is a very important call. I just got <laughs> regarding this actually. All right. So we'll see you in a few minutes and all right. Wow. Yeah. It's uh the breaking news day. continues to break friends. A big day in wrestling. Um, obviously, this news broke in the middle of SmackDown, and Sean hit the nail on the head. These allegations are horrific. It's the stuff of monsters, and just I hope that whatever happens next, that the victim finds peace. Sure. You know? Yeah, I agree. Um, we got a. Super chat here from Lonnie that says, thank you, Sean, and all the Fightful crew for all of your integrity and hard work. I know the difficulty in reporting such horrible acts, and it's not easy. You guys are top class. Thank you. Well, thank you. Got one here from Kim Gray that says, if I could do a cartwheel. I mean, there's a few people feeling like that tonight. Um, <clears throat> Rock hard, Joel Wood. I've waited years for this. I should be happier, but it sucks that it took this sure. for that to happen. Mm. If you take any solace, it doesn't seem like he's come back around this time. I'll say that. Uh, got another super chat here from Nicholas that says, so following Vince's resignation, is there any rumbling about who's going to take his chairman spot? And can you see a Stephanie comeback? Obviously, that's probably one for Sean. Yeah, I imagine that they haven't thought it through yet, but you know, I imagine that it's going to be really thought about. They do have the rock on board now, so maybe that's going to be something, but we will find out. The wrestling world's in shambles right now. I mean, at least in the WWE side. Well, I mean, eventually it'll, uh, the ship will be steadied and, um, Anything that happens outside of the company will be handled, you know, outside of the ring, I should say, you know, but, um, but yeah, but we had a good show tonight. My, my God, we SmackDown. Did, we did. I we told had a really solid show. What were you saying? I, I told Robert, I was like, yo, before we, I was like, this show flew, bro. Like, I, I felt like it was just a blink of an eye for a go home show. It was very well put together. Yeah, I thought it was a really solid show. <laughs> There were some elements I liked. I really thought that Paul Heyman hyping up the rumble for Jimmy Uso was nice. I thought the Tumblr return was fun. Ava appearing yes, was solid. Ava. You know, she is the Rock's daughter. That is the Rock's show in many <laughs> ways. So that was really cool to see. And hey, we got Sean again. There he is, baby. So, um, obviously, I'm... I'm looking into who found out what when uh especially you know members of the roster because you know, there there are going to be weirdos that are like hey, why, why didn't you ask at it about, about it at the media day well i mean there's a time and a place for everything and i don't think that people who very clearly weren't responsible or weren't of knowledge should be you know held to that or put in that position but especially on camera i can ask about that privately as well and uh, that's what i did i, I just asked uh, a couple members of the roster first off when are you rehearsing the rumble since SmackDown tonight? And one of them said, well, we were rehearsing it yesterday. And we found out when people started to text us and ask if we could believe the Vince shit that was going on. So there were a bunch of the roster that were actually together as the news rolled in. So they were getting a lot of that reaction, um, uh, at, like with one another. It's just, uh, Unreal. Have you all gotten to these super chats that are here? Yes, I did okay. tackle some of the super chats. Just just making sure. But um 
is just it's an unbelievable and aberrant set of allegations and and situations that require a lot more than what was done. There's there's a lot more that needs to be done than what we saw done and what we didn't even see done. Now, I know a lot of people are pointing fingers right now. I would I would like to like to see an honest to God third party investigation done to find out who knew what, how to prevent this culture from continuing uh, and keeping people away. I mean, I can tell you guys, Brock Lesnar was set to come to Tampa. I don't know if he is or isn't coming to Tampa. I was certainly given at least one part of his itinerary that was off the books uh, for this weekend. Um, I don't know if that means the whole thing is, or if maybe he just wasn't going to be in public nearly as much, but Oh man, somebody says any chance of the feds getting involved? Yeah, based on some of the claims that are that are involved in crossing state lines, absolutely. There is a chance of the feds getting involved. Now, um I'm going to read through the lawsuit again on uh on my flight back uh to to Lexington, Cincinnati. There's there's just so much that it was even hard to process and the more that you read, the worse and worse and worse that it got. Like to the point to where you would think by now, after some of the stuff that we heard, you would even be numb to it. But there's no way to numb yourself to the type of stuff that was listed, that was mentioned there. It was just unreal, unreal. Legitimately, the worst thing I've ever read in my life. Uh, you know, I've been, I've been watching, I've been watching wrestling for a long time, and we've been watching the quote-unquote character Vince McMahon on television. And I tell you right now, I, you know, I'm, I'm 40 years old thinking about it and thinking back, the character and the person were all one. And it just now you can kind of see, and I'm not speculating, I'm, I'm just with my eyes open now, I can see, oh my God, like some of this behavior was there in front of us, but we took it yeah. as a character. And it's kind of crazy, for me at least. It was just, that's my opinion. Nobody else is not fifles or nothing. It was just like, oh my God, like, reminiscing back to it it's crazy it, it, it makes you psychoanalyze it makes you like really really look at every single promo that he did and like mm. all and all the stuff that that he said and you're like was there elements of truth to any and all of this like were were there things that he that he was like sort of admitting to and, or maybe even covering up via promos saying, well, that's just a wrestling promo. There's no way that that could be real type of thing. There are so, so many things that I just look at. And I'm like, what the hell? And he got away with it. He's got away with so much shit for so long. Yeah. 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 It's, it's unreal, man. It's it unreal. It has been completely unreal. Uh we do have a super chat here. We got a couple of super chats asking about Stephanie. So I imagine that's in due time. We'll hear all about maybe, maybe not, but I'm sure that's a name that's going to come up a few times. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't even, I don't know what Stephanie's even doing these days. I, I sincerely don't. Um, she has, she popped up at survivor series, but other than that, uh, a lot of people that I talk to don't really hear from her. And she was, a beloved member of that WWE office and then her team got dismantled and then she was brought in and kicked out and voted against her dad and left while the investigation was going on first came back when her dad was gone voted mm -hmm. against him and then when her dad came back she said peace out we're done I'm gone now I know so, that you had yeah. reported that obviously Slim Jim gave the statement that they're pausing their activities with WWE and that you'd heard of another sponsor. Do you think that's something that we might see continue from here on out? I think that um, I think that this might help prevent them from losing sponsors. Yeah, the ousting events, which I'm I'm sure is not something that he wanted. I think will help prevent it. And from what I understand, it was a pretty significant sponsor that was interested in WWE and is no longer interested in WWE. Uh, I don't know. I, I know what the company is because somebody from there talked to me. I don't know the scope of, you know what, like, for example, hypothetically, 
Slim Jim could have sponsored them for 10 bucks or $10 million. So obviously there's a big difference. Slim Jim was a major, major sponsor. Um, getting an email that says Slim Jim cares about integrity was not something I expected ever, ever, especially about one of the most serious matters in pro wrestling history. Sure. And go ahead. Yeah. And th this stood and still stands to have some incredible ramifications from a, a fan perspective as well. Um, it's, it's just so wild because it's so aberrant and gross that it's almost cartoonish in the way. And I'm not saying that as in like a funny way. I'm saying it in, you can't believe that it's a real thing, but then you think about it and you're like, well, he spelled it out for an awful long time. Yeah, um, that's something that keeps coming back up in conversations I have with this, that it's just, you almost find yourself so appalled that almost as a nervous reaction, what do you do but laugh at the sheer bizarre nature of all these stories? And yeah. I just hope that anyone that's been affected gets to find some closure through this. But I imagine for Vince, it's... Yeah. I want to thank you guys for, for having me on. Uh, so the plan for Saturday, for those of you who, who are wondering, I'm flying back, back home, uh, in mid afternoon. I've got a solo post show planned. If, uh, I don't end up making it back, if there's any type of delay, basically if my plane is delayed more than an hour, hour and a half, I'm going to miss the Royal rumble at home. So I'm just gonna, uh, drive to the venue and try to get a flight out the next day. But we will have a post show of some some sort. Uh, it, you know, I, I do expect John Alba and, and Fightful uh, not not to put him on the spot. I know that he expects to ask about it too. But this to be asked about, um, I expect WWE to make a comment at the top of it. But uh, yeah, uh, also anything regarding Vince and and abuse allegations. I just want to make this clear: we're not going to paywall anything like that. Uh, if anything like that is paywalled, it'll be like completely separate stories in relation to you know, fallout that is a story from a story from a story from a story type of thing that that's the type of thing that i don't ever want us to, to paywall or, or anything like that so uh that will be on a free tier of fightful select if we have any stories like that but uh thank you fellas so much uh sean before you get out of here i got a couple for yeah. you because only you can answer these Sure. Will Chisholm asks, with all the news that happened in 22, 23, and now 24, SRS, when do you sleep? <laughs> I happen to know that you don't get much sleep, do you, Sean? I was supposed to go to the beach Thursday. Yeah. I, I read 70 pages of a lawsuit instead. Wow. But... Wow. I imagine. Uh, and we got another one from Uncle D that says, what's the likelihood of Endeavor offering to buy Vince's shares from him? I imagine, again, all that will be found out in due time. Yeah, I would imagine that we're going to find out a lot more of that over the next few days, few weeks. I would imagine he'll effectively be forced out in whatever capacity that he has. I'm going to talk over a lot of that with Jimmy. He's definitely the, the business mind as far as that goes. So, um, I mean, I think it's very possible that he's not a shareholder very soon. Jeez. Yeah. yeah. Well, Thank you all so much. Thank be you. safe out there, man, to Mean Streets of Tampa. <laughs> yeah, not that mean. <laughs> um, well, before we get to the actual show, we do have a couple here. I want to get one from JW Pringle that says, Beautiful DeFelice and amazing Alex, too. Thank you for that. This is insane. May the victim get what she needs, and may VKM rot forever. Fightful continues to be amazing. I'm just going to say that comment was amazing, and thank you for that. Thank you. Yeah. And Van Twinblade says, Babo DeFefe, never been called that before. Wish you being here was on a day where a nuke didn't get dropped on our fandom. Trust me, buddy. So do I. Um, and we got one from Matt James that says, is Vince allowed to be a shareholder as well? Or does he have to relinquish those upon resigning? He currently still has the shares. But again, like we were saying, that's going to get found out in due time, I imagine. Um but Alex, what do you say we actually get into the show? Let's do it, baby. Yeah, let's get it. So we kick it off with several of the... Well, actually, we kicked it off with uh, 
Alado Carrion, who made his entrance, introduced Randy Orton. I actually was not familiar with this individual until he did the video with Orton. I think that's pretty cool. I always love the crossover appeal. What sure. do you think? Hey, listen, is uh, more Latino culture uh, sneaking its way into WWE? So I'm very, I'm very excited um, to see that. The video is very, like, very, very good. It's dope, actually. So um, that's cool that they, uh, WWE has always done this, right? They've done it very well. The, the, the pop culture mixed with WWE has always been insane. Yeah, I, I think that it's only going to get better from here. We've seen a lot in recent years with Bad Bunny and all the cool stuff he's done. I'm hoping we see him again real soon. And just a win for WWE to continue growing their brand in that way. But Orton kicks off the show. He, you know, talks about the bloodline. He's had Roman Reigns on the mind since he came back. He talks about Roman being champion for almost 1,300 days. He gets interrupted by AJ. AJ talks about how he got walked over so that LA Knight could get his shot. Then he says he's going to walk over Randy and Roman, and LA Knight's music hits at a perfect time. He LA Knight cuts the promo about how Paul Heyman's been trying to stop him from day one. And they all kind of get into a brawl, and we get these guys getting into it without Roman Reigns. It's all just the challengers. What did you think of the opening segment? I, I I enjoyed it. It wasn't um, over the top or or you know corny. I I, I want to say I think it was it was done great. I I just they've really built this story out so well in the last couple of weeks. You know, it wasn't. It hasn't even been like it feels like it's been longer than that. That's how good they've they've put these uh these little stories together. I, I have really enjoyed it. Maybe we'll get into our own Royal Rumble predictions at the end of this. But uh I'm not I'm not sold on the ending of the four-way just oh, yet. Okay. But we go into the first match of the evening, which is Santos Escobar and Carlito and these two worked really well together. I, I enjoyed the match. I enjoyed the faction warfare with, you know, the LWOs out there. Legato's out there. LWO kind of had the advantage with Zelina, but surprisingly enough, oh. out comes NXT's Electra Lopez to take her rightful place at uh, the helm of Legato del Fantasma. And what do you think of Electra Lopez debuting? What do you think of Santos getting the win? And really... How you feeling about this feud going forward? I, I like it. They've been they've been doing uh, these matches now with Santos Escobar at the beginning of SmackDown. So what better way to start the the crowd with heat? You know, like that. He's he's so damn good in the ring. Um, obviously, I still believe the right person won with Santos Escobar. Uh, I'm just a mark for him, so I'm going to continue doing that. And La Madrina, man, showing up and doing her thing and joining. Uh, uh, you know, Legado. She's so good. I. It's weird because she just kind of turned face on NXT, but she should have been there from the beginning when yeah. Legato got called up before they were LWO. That's no shade to Zelina. I think Zelina's fantastic, and I'm looking forward to their feud now and this next layer of the rivalry. And I have to imagine Mysterio, Rey Mysterio's got to be close to a comeback soon, hopefully. Um. Do you want to get sure. to uh, another super chat here that I'm just going to read as it's written? Not going to comment on one way or the other. Apex Calibre says, I think I believe the Macho Man and Steph stuff now. I'm just going to leave that there. Um, and Chris Moore asks, do you see, do you think there's a chance that TKO and WWE knew this when they added Rock to the board? I see him becoming the new figurehead, kind of like a Dana White. Um Maybe we find out in recent in the following days. I don't know. I'll say this personally: I wouldn't be surprised. Mm. He's, um, he's he's a good person to have in that spot. You know what I'm saying? I, I would agree with that completely. And I'm still looking forward to what they've got because they got Netflix. They've got a lot of stuff going on. So it's still a big weekend in a positive light for WWE as well. And. Back to the show, we get a backstage where Styles runs into Jimmy Uso. The OC still asking Styles why he's <laughs> kind of been blowing him off. 
they're really dragging this out and i have no idea what they're going for <laughs> with the oc and aj styles where do you think this is going it's it's up in the air man i i think that they're well, the thing with the oc is like they're so up and down are they faces are they heels are they helping aj's aj pushing them away it's never a, cor a correct line with them or they're off tv and you don't hear from them so right now i i mean this there's no real real clear path until i guess after mania we won't probably see anything um I think we will see something going into Mania. I think it's just a matter of them needing a team to fight, and there's plenty of those, which oh, we'll get into true, as the yeah. show goes down. Um, Nick Aldis is backstage, and Ava, newly appointed NXT GM, comes into frame. They shake hands. The Royal Rumble Tumblr is back. Yes! They're, they're picking their numbers. Street Profits picked. Lashley picked. Uh, they officially announced NXT is in the Rumble, so they're not doing the surprise they're definitely gonna have some nxt how do you feel about that who do you think might show up from nxt and where do you see all of this going and how do you feel about ava in general um it, it's funny you know the rock comes in becomes a board member his daughter takes over Nepotism works quickly i wish someone told william real and uh oh, Charlie so i i enjoy, i think it's cool they should why shouldn't they have a couple of uh the members of the nxt roster in there and uh you know Maybe Baron Corbin, you know, he's been down in NXT for a while, mixes it up, you know, uh, who knows? Um, but I, I don't foresee a bunch of them uh, coming up into the Rumble because, you know, WWE likes to have their surprise guests come in uh, in Legends. So, you know, we'll see. I think that as far as the NXT people, I think we saw two of them tonight already. Oh, yeah. And I think uh, I'm going to go on a little here and say one Braun Breaker. Oh, right. definitely. Why well, didn't even think of him? Yeah. Uh, we got a suit. We got a Humper chat here from Kylie that says, "Robert and Alex." That's sorry, go. boys. I hope you both are well. Fuck VKM and the Rumble will be fun. And I'm just gonna say thank you for that, and I do appreciate it. Thank you. Um. So moving on here, we got a view package for Bailey. They're still going on with Bailey winning. The Royal Rumble and challenging Rhea Ripley. I think that she's got a good shot. Yeah. I 100% believe in the fact that this story will be um, taking its way into WrestleMania. And then finally, they'll they'll go their separate ways. You know, um, damage control, I think, will be no more. But this is the way to get there. This is the best way to get there. Um, and it's definitely with Bailey. And and you know what? It's gonna be really awkward when they show up uh, a Monday Night Raw and she has that mic and she's looking down at you know her fellow Beverin there and Damage Control saying, "Well, guess who I'm going after?" <laughs> I think uh, I think you're on to something, and we'll talk more about that as we get into the Rumble. Uh, our Truth is drawing numbers. Oh, amazing. He, he picks the number, and the first thing he says is. Does this mean I have to quarantine? <laughs> All right, Alex, what number did he pick? 19. I think he picked 19. <laughs> that, to me, is the funniest. A buddy of mine said maybe he picked 11, because when you do a COVID test and you see the two lines, it means you got COVID. Oh. It's very funny. I, I'm interested to see what number he picked. We will find out on tomorrow night. And he calls him... Uh, um... Oh, and he called... He called uh, Aldous Adam and said, yeah. uh, Mr. Pierce, your hair grew fast <laughs> and, and it has, has a lot body. of volume, which is <laughs> tremendous. Our truth is a treasure, especially knowing that his oh, recent God. injury almost caused him to retire. Check out that interview he did with Sean on this very YouTube channel. But uh, rolling on here, we get a title change as the Kabuki Warriors, Kyrie Sane yeah. and Asuka, defeat Katana Chance and Caden Carter in about nine minutes. What did you think? Um, great match. The women put on a friggin' clinic out there and really showed what they can do. Triple H just lets them do what they got to do, man. He's you can tell he's like, you'll go out there and put on a damn show. You know what I'm saying? And um, the the what is that called? The keg stand? The keg stand, which is very clever as a name, bro. I would have broken my neck just trying to get up to the rope. And the way they pull that off is just so damn cool. 
I'm, I'm really happy the Kabuki Warriors have the belt. Very, yeah. I think they're the right champions going into WrestleMania. I'm not going to yeah. hazard a guess who they face at the event right now, but this means Damage Control gets to go to Monday Night Raw and NXT and Friday Night SmackDown. That's a smart move. Those are five very, very yeah. talented women, all with NXT roots. So Big like time. Them. Also, don't know why. Two of them means that five of them can be on every show, but we're not going to argue that. Um, and 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 all uh, Asian women, uh, you know, Asian champions. And this is, let me tell you something. This doesn't happen on that uh, scumbag's uh, old WWE. This happens in in this amazing new WWE. And they're not they're not a stereotype in any way. They're just really correct good at their jobs. One thousand uh, percent. The insane elbow is probably my favorite take on so an good. elbow drop by somebody not named Randy Savage. Um, sad for Katana and Carter because they had the titles for a cup of coffee, but I think they'll get them again down the line. Um, yeah, they they look like the type that will be involved in, in future matches um, and in storyline. We got one here from Orion Ben. Thank you for the super chat who says Kyrie got sick at catching katana and table there. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, that was that was gnarly. Yeah. That was that was oof. Yeah. Her head uh, snapped back and I said the same thing. I was like, "Ow." So, we go backstage and we see Paul Heyman and he's talking to Solo and he's saying, "You there's a difference between solving the problem and fixing the problem. <laughs> you solved the problem. Roman wanted you to fix the problem. So I need you to do that tonight. Now, look, I'm I'm I might be wrong here, but uh if somebody solves if somebody fixes the problem, I think the problem is solved. And if somebody solves the problem, I think it's fixed. What do you <laughs> think the miscommunication was here, Alex? Uh I think that there's a crack in the in the in the shield there. Uh, no pun intended using the word shield. Um, but I think something's going to happen within the next two months, friends. So you better buckle up because uh, the way the way the wise man is is uh, wording things and the way that they the last two members of this of the bloodline are acting, you know, it's I'm starting to see a little uh, change in attitude here for these boys. I, I completely agree. And before I go on about that, got another super chat here from Will about the tag team title match. It says, I love how Bailey tried to hug Oscar Kyrie and they ran past her. Great storytelling. Yeah, when we get into our Rumble predictions, uh, I think we're all going to be saying the same thing. Um, yeah, I love this part of Heyman's promo because it, it's so good and it sets stage for solo to eventually be the guy i'll yes. say this now because i don't know if brock is going to be at the royal rumble i had two uh dream matches for him before the allegations which were gunther and if not gunther solo now i don't know where this leaves solo but he needs a big match because he needs a big win because i think within six months to a year he's going to be fighting roman reigns that's yeah, my I personal agree. Belief. I agree. There, there's going to be some. This is where you could bring the family in. This is where you have the family kind of step in, right? They have a long lineage. They have a lot of family members still, still lot, living. They got a lot of family members, Alex. Yeah. They got, they got wild Samoans. They got head shrinkers. They've got Usos and Fatusos. They got like a lot of family, and and speaking of that, Solo leaves and. Heyman sells me on the Royal Rumble because he looks at Jimmy Uso and says, Roman became the tribal chief from the big dog, and now you can step up to be the tribal heir by winning the Royal Rumble and challenging a hurt Seth Rollins. And I'm, I'm just going to actually tell the spot now because later on in the evening, Jimmy shows up to pick his number. And he wasn't very happy yeah. I'm going to guess <laughs> number one and number two, Jimmy and Jey Uso. Yeah. I 
think that they're going to start it off. I, I think that'd be a hell of a way to do it. I, I think that's a good way to get some immediate storylines going. But I like the idea of telling Jimmy, hey, win the Royal Rumble and take care of Rollins because that solves the problem for Roman. Yeah. Yeah. There's a. Uh, if that happens, what a great way to begin the Rumble, man. I, I yeah, that segment really sold me on that. One segment that really interested me from a character perspective was the Final Testament confronting the Street Prophets and Bobby Lashley. Lashley and the Prophets came out. They challenged the Final Testament to come meet them as they said they were going to. Paul Ellering cuts a phenomenal promo about how no one in the Final Testament is scared. They do eventually get into a brawl. Scarlet is kind of the... Uh, the equalizer in that she attacks them. No one attacks her. Final Testament leaves Prophets and Lashley laying. Where do you see this going? What do you think about the Final Testament as a whole and this whole idea? I, I did mention to uh, to Kate that I, I hope that the Final Testament kind of doesn't just fall flat because I feel bad for carrying cross and to me, this is my personal thought. A little bit of that promo was a little bit flat for me. Um, you know, why not just have them walk into the ring and face each other? I understand, like, you know, <clears throat> what they were trying to do. But I, I want a little bit more of, of the demonic, angry, Final Testament jumping in, kind of have that different attitude. They have two two men that are like 750 pounds together. You know what I'm saying? They shouldn't be scared of walking into that ring, you know? Yeah. Uh, they've got something really special because Cross hasn't hit the way that he should be hitting, but he has every tool yeah, to be man. somebody in the industry, and he cares. Like, the amount of effort that he puts into his promo work, yeah, the amount of respect he has for the industry, this guy cares. I want to see this succeed. Uh, Aikum and Rezar, they're a really strong tag team. They're the perfect henchmen. Sure. They're a great... Uh, just to take the name from Ellering, they're a great like Legion of Doom, apocalyptic group, and I hope that this is just the beginning for them. But yeah, they really need to hit it out of the park because Cross has unfortunately come up short a couple times, and I really don't like that he's getting the what treatment when oh that sucked yeah you know yeah. out there trying to convey a cool story. Well, um, the problem is that they they use they you know they sent out the heavy. You know, Scarlet, so to do the dirty work. They did. They did send out the heavy. And, you know, I, I really like Scarlet too. I know that she's since going to WWE, hasn't done as much as she has elsewhere, but she also has just something so great to offer the, that whole picture. I hope we eventually get a BFAB or a yes. or somebody on the other side, just to get more characters on screen, man. It's all about maximizing your time and getting these people in front of the audience. And I'm really hoping we see that. But while this won't be the memorable segment of the night, I really enjoyed it because I like everybody involved. Same. Uh, then we get a video package kind of recapping the Owens, Logan Paul stuff. They brawled at the Performance Center. What'd you think of this? What do you think of this feud? Not a big fan of the Paul, but uh, <laughs> I can I can do away with with all this stuff. Uh, I found the brawl to be a little cringy, but that's just me. I, I'm I'm looking at it with not rose colored glasses, uh, you know, a little piss and vinegar in me. So um, I can't wait until it's over. Uh, they also showed a video package for WB on Netflix and The Rock being on the TKO board. Yes. Um, did you know WB on Netflix? Out for us because we still got the Peacock deal, but over in the UK, they're going to get access to SmackDown and NXT and the pay-per-views as well. Wow, I had yeah. no idea that they were going to get all that overseas. I, I you know, glad for uh, a fun little uh, sponsor that we have here by NordVPN. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, you're taking the words out and up. That's where I was going because, guys, I mean, 2025. If you want to check out the WWE pay-per-views. On Netflix, you can do that with the help of our friends over at NordVPN. There is no product that we have promoted more on Fightful that I use while I'm awake than NordVPN.com slash Fightful. 
Uh, you guys have probably seen me anchored to my desk an awful lot for quite a while, and I've always got NordVPN on all my devices. That's because that's what NordVPN.com slash Fightful allows. You get the fastest VPN in the world on all your devices, on all your operating systems. It is so beneficial to have that versatility. Uh, Here at home, I put it on my router just in case, and I put it on my phone, laptop, desktop, PC, and smart TV. That allows you to get all the benefits. The online threat protection, the ability to change your virtual location with just one click, the ability to, to use that NordPass password manager, the file encryption tool, all that good stuff on everything. Also, you can subscribe to all those overseas services I'm telling you all about all with 24-7 tech support and a 30-day money-back guarantee on top of an already amazing deal. Protect yourself on all your devices with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Yeah, thank you over to our friends at NordVPN. They are a tremendous VPN service that I do genuinely use in my everyday. Same, Um, I have it on everything. Speaking of protection... Alex, last time you saw Austin Theory fight Carmelo Hayes, that didn't go so well because uh, it ended in referee stoppage. Luckily, neither man was really hurt. We get to see the match run back. Tonight, it was a bit shorter with Austin Theory getting the win with a quick roll-up. And we'll get to the after-match stuff in a minute, but what do you think of the match? How are you liking Carmelo Hayes on SmackDown? He's not officially on SmackDown, but he's officially on oh yeah i think he's yeah i I definitely think he's in my brain he's officially a a roster member i i like him i i i think he has a lot of um spunk he's uh he's different um and i hope that again this is one of those guys that you know i think with the triple h era he's more susceptible to giving people the um uh, the reins of of you know and, and becoming champions who are smaller they're not the big dudes you know what i'm saying that everyone just sees on television all the time and he's incredible he's athletic as hell could talk um he fits right in yeah i i agree i think carmel hayes is perfect for smackdown i think that he's great for the brand i i associate smackdown still with the youth movement and hayes is really good Unfortunately, he does lose here. I'm not crazy about that. And I think he should be getting some wins. But he gets attacked post-match by both members of A-Town Down Under. And surprisingly, another NXT superstar. Maybe it's because maybe it's because they're in Florida, Alex. Maybe like, yeah. maybe, hey, look, it's not that long of a drive from Orlando to Miami. Trick Williams comes out, cleans house to a packed whoop that trick chant i mean people were getting behind it people are feeling it he cleans house mellow's like hey man what up and he's like no 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 no. i'm not happy with you still we got a match to win on tuesday and then we got a pay-per-view to go to with nxt vengeance day what'd you think of this i i liked it. it in in having conversations using the camera mic is my favorite type of of cinema if you want to, as the kids call it, um, just like tapping him and saying, hey, you know, I'm, I'm here to save you. We got a match on Tuesday. I'm here to save you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, OK, but OK, I see that. I see it. You know, Carmelo Hayes seemed like he was destined to be the uh, the Shawn Michaels to the Big Daddy Cool. Yes. But here's the thing that nobody really realizes. Big Daddy Cool had a year on top before Michaels even touched the title. So. It's getting that way with Trick Williams. Trick Williams is really, really over with the audience, and I'm super happy that it's happening. And Will Chisholm chimes in with a super chat and says, I'm happy that Trick Williams got a pop from the main roster fans. Yeah, because that's true, too. They don't always know the NXT people. I'm hoping that it's Rumble crowd. They knew what they were getting into, but hopefully that continues on again and again as he hopefully makes more appearances on the main roster. Yeah, I, I, same. Um, we get Caleb Braxton interview, interviewing uh, getting on backstage, and Braxton asks him what asks him who he's going to win. He, of course, says Randy Orton, because that's what they're selling, and then the bloodline shows up, and he actually kind of 
buffs up to solo. It, could that be a potential match? I mean, we've seen Bad Bunny at Mania. Wouldn't be against the idea of another outsider having a major match at WrestleMania. Yeah, I mean, you could you can certainly see that, and you could also see you know Bad Bunny still has the itch, so you can see him come in and do Bad a, Bunny's a, in Florida. You know, Bad Bunny is in Florida. I saw that today on the local news. So uh, you, you you might see him do a little um maybe a little tag match with his boy. You know, bring him into WrestleMania. That that would be a lot of fun. Except I think that the bloodline might be locked up because I th- gotta believe it's Jimmy versus Jay in Philadelphia. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I forgot all about that. Um, then we get the main event of the evening, which is LA Knight taking on Solo. As with most LA Knight solo matches, this doesn't really end on the up and up with a pinfall. AJ Styles actually interferes. He hits Knight with, you know, the springboard elbow. Um, Styles continues attacking him. Uso comes out, Orton comes out, everybody's brawling, Orton's dropping people with power slams, he's hitting DDTs on AJ Styles, it looks like he's cleaning house, and then LA Knight shows up and hits him with the BFT to remind you whose game it is. Alex, this was a solid episode of SmackDown. Shoot, it was, yeah. I like these kind of finishes. I like the Attitude Era style. Everybody's going crazy at the end finishes. I hate that Roman Reigns is nowhere to be found. It's and it'll stay before, like that. It is the day before the event. Where's Roman Reigns? It's not like he's not in Florida. Like, it's not. What are we doing here? <laughs> uh, you know, the mystique of the Roman Reigns. I think that this is something that they've been trying to do for many years. And I think that they finally reached that pinnacle level of uh, stardom for him. And, and this is why. Uh, we don't see him around as much or, or you know, on television. And, you know, it kind of does feel special when he's on, but it also feels crappy when that championship is just being held hostage for the last three years. The thing, like, everybody says, okay, it feels special when he's on. I personally feel like the audience is now trained and preconditioned to believe yeah. it doesn't matter when he's not. Yeah. So it's, it does it feel special? Yes, because they know to care. And I think that you should always be caring, especially when you're touting the strength of your roster. I think you should always be caring about where we're going. I do want to point out something. A lot of people tonight using the phrase WWE Championship rather than undisputed WWE Universal Championship. Do you think that's strategic? Do you think they're going back to a more condensed title for this as we head into WrestleMania and potentially a certain somebody finishing their story? Yeah, I mean, we also have the fact that um, Michael Cole called the the WWE Universe fans. He said WWE fans. That's another thing that I noticed. Um, there's a lot of little different uh, monikers and a lot of different um, verbiage uh, that's being used. Uh, I'll continue to keep an eye out or an ear open um, every time that they speak. And, and I do believe this might have to do with the more sports-centric feel that they want to give. Um, the product in WWE universe just doesn't sound sports engine. It sounds like you're trying to sell toys. It, it does. I never liked that that took off, but it did because they're masters at marketing and they definitely beat that into people's heads to where you have full grown adults that grew up as children with it being the WWE yeah. universe. Yeah. That's kind of just the thing. Now I also noticed that Cole mentioned edge and Daniel Bryan by name when talking about Last time Roman had to defend against multiple people. Um, but let's get into these Royal Rumble predictions. And guys, if you want to comment on our Royal Rumble predictions, obviously hit up Super Chats, hit up HumperChats.com because we're going to talk Rumble a little bit. And Alex, I want to get your thoughts. Let's start with the easy match. Elliot, uh, Logan Paul, Kevin Owens. I love Kevin Owens. I have to believe Logan's retaining here. Yeah, don't say that to me, but I, I I also believe that this might be taken all the way down to um WrestleMania. And and it might at that point you might see it being a four-way or something. I don't I don't know what what they'll do with it, but 
I, I don't believe that they're going to run it back with just them two alone. I feel like maybe they'll just add more to the. Uh, so this, I mean, you still got Elimination Chamber in between, too. So it's just it's just a lot happening before Mania. Uh, if you had to. If I had to guess, I'd say Logan L.A. Knight. Yeah. But Logan Randy seems likely as. Um, I can just picture Logan jumping and then Randy catching him in an RKO. It's just a thing that you should expect every year. And I can see that happening, but I think Logan has to win here. Um, we got a couple of mentions of Tomatonga and just a lot of people. Free agency is always a big thing when the Royal Rumble's in town. And Will says, I think Tomatonga is coming in the team with AJ to turn on the OC. Wow, that would be huge. There is there is a lot there. There's a lot of bullet club fun to be had. I'm not sure where he's going, but I am I'm curious. So Yeah, I don't know how they would use him either. Um, but I mean they would have to precondition the crowd to know who he is. And that doesn't really happen by just someone jumping ship and joining WWE. They would kind of come through the NXT ranks and and make their way up, unless it's someone that they kind of. I mean, look at even Jade. You know what I'm saying? They, they people know Jade, but they'll know Jade more now once she finally starts wrestling. Um, speaking of Jade, let's talk Women's Royal Rumble. Do you think Jade Cargill is going to show up? First of all, one hundred percent. We're going to see a giant pop and a giant presentation for Jade. I can't wait to see what they what they bring up for her. I don't want to see her get eliminated. I kind of just like. But, you know, that I think, Robert, that if this happens, if she does show up and there's another person who loves to glow in the dark shows up, <laughs> I, I you think, know, I think there's a good chance somebody does glow. Yeah. And I'm going to be honest, if I was if I was booking, I'd assume that the returning Naomi would be number one, number two for the purposes of that entrance. Yeah, it's a great entrance. It'd be a great way to start the Royal Rumble off with like, oh wow, look at these surprises. Uh, Jade, I I don't want to see her get eliminated either. The yeah. thing is, they've done a really good job of cooling off that hype, so I'm no longer expecting like the hype was so real when she first came in that I thought she was going to win the Royal Rumble. Sure, but I no longer feel that way. I do think she could set up something fun with a Bianca Belair. I think she could set up something fun with a Nia Jax. So time will tell. She needs big women to fight. Like yeah, big, she really like, does. I think beat them all up. The spectacle. Of it all. <laughs> um, any other major surprises that you think for this year's Women's Pro Rumble? Oh, I'm 100 percent. Sasha Banks, number 30. Uh, she'll be definitely do you really. I. Uh, you know, I think I think Twitter has been talking about <laughs> Sasha Banks since the moment I woke up this morning. They haven't stopped talking about Lock Sasha Lock it Banks. down. Go to BetOnline uh, AG. You just go get your bets in and then put in uh, Sasha Banks number 30, baby. Let's go. I'm going to go out and I'll live here and say no Sasha Banks. <laughs> I, I do think that Mercedes Monet will likely end up in AW, but... I, I'm just, I'm all for anywhere where I can see her on weekly television. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if that's at the Rumble, fantastic. Especially with, because we keep talking about Bailey, but Bailey's eventually going to need some friends. Because Alex, I think Bailey's winning the 2024 100%. Women's Royal Rumble. I'm with you. I think and she I think, takes it. I think we'll do the Batista Triple H story, the... Sting Ric Flair story, whatever you want to call it. I think the thumbs down. Yeah, I think the idea is going to be, oh, I'm going to fight Rhea. Yeah. And that's, of course, I'm getting my belt back from you. You know, it's finally her time and she deserves to win on a major stage. And yes, she's had major mania moments, but it's been too long since she's had sure. a sure. major WrestleMania moment. I'm Alex, let's talk Fatal Four Way. Do you think Roman Reigns is losing the undisputed Universal Championship? No way in hell. That man's going to come clean out of that freaking thing. There's going to be 
all types of tomfoolery because there's no DQ, you know, things could go crazy. Uh, interferences from everyone is going to, it's just going to happen. You know, Rikishi's going to come back. So it's just going to be crazy. I think that match is probably going to be one that is just, it's going to make you think he, you know, he's going to come so close. And then, you know, he's walking away, hand raised. I maintain that I live in a world where I want Randy Orton to pin LA Knight. I want Randy Orton to be the WWE champion. And I want Cody Rhodes to just beat Randy Orton. He doesn't need to beat Roman Reigns. If we're desperate to have this match with The Rock at WrestleMania, just do it. Just, just have Cody beat Randy. I don't think we need to extend another year waiting for Roman Reigns to fight Cody Rhodes again. Yeah, I think However, I like that, that. Being said, that being said, I imagine Roman Reigns is probably walking out of Tampa with the WWE championship. It's I, I see a lot of people saying, you know, like uh he has Cody has to beat Roman. I get it. I'm just tired and I just want I want Cody to be champion. And I think Roman there's Roman fatigue because there's nothing new to yeah. the story. I think Cody Cody takes the elimination chamber, you know, because you get a, a chance to fight whoever you want, winning that that match, and um and and if he does go after, why couldn't you do a a a run like you know for night two because it is six hours long, where you do have a a Roman beltless show up to the ring or and start talking crap, and then if you smell and you have that quick confrontation and quick match you've done it before with stone cold where he just shows up to the ring and and has an impromptu i think it's different with the rock i think the pop with austin was the idea that austin was never ever gonna wrestle again yeah um i i think with the rock people are gonna want the full match i uh, I don't want to see it because I just want to see Cody finish the story. That's what I'm saying. If you need to do it this year, have Randy win. There's more of a story with Cody and Randy sure. anyway. Um, it is. Yeah. There's a lot of history there. Randy had Cody's first match. Yeah. He had Cody's very first match on television. What was their neat was, name? The Legacy? What, the Legacy. Something. You know, yeah. and they had they had 15 years of history there. I, I think like there's that. so much more you can tell. But if you're determined for it to be Roman, I hope LA Knight takes the pin. And that leaves us with the men's Royal Rumble, which has Drew, Cody, Punk, Jay, um, a lot of names that a lot of people think can win. I'm going to ask you right off the bat. Do you think The Rock is entering the Royal Rumble? No. No, yeah, I, don't I, don't, think so. I don't know. No, there's just I don't think he takes that spot from anyone. He's not like that. And number two, he's his new duties. I think he's trying to like warm himself back up into. I mean, the man's XFLing. He's WWE TKOing. He, he's UFLing now because they UFLing. I'm sorry, UFLing. Yeah, he's you know. Look at the man. The man has been part of two companies that have merged. Two, the XFL UFL merging WWE and TKO. Uh, you know, coming together. The uh, that Endeavor deal isn't that crazy. Uh, it is pretty crazy. He's also got the live action Moana on the horizon. Oh, live he action is a very Moana. Busy man. Oh, my but God. I, I don't know. I'll put it out there like this. I don't think The Rock is going to enter Royal Rumble in terms of surprises. I thought Brock would return. I'm going to go out on a limit. That ain't happening. That ain't happening. Um, you know, I'd like to see Undertaker come in, choke some, some people. And have an really? actual final match in front of people because he didn't. So that'd be kind of nice. I don't want to see his little carcass out there. Unfortunately, he just doesn't look. He, you know. Are you good with it? You've had I'm, like I'm good. Career. I'm good with the way it went out. I'm, I'm okay with it. Hey, you know, sometimes. Oh, sometimes you just got to let it go. <laughs> um, I'm so for me, it really comes down to Cody versus Punk. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say as much as people think it's going to be Punk finally gets the moment to point at the sign. Yeah. I think Cody's winning. Yeah. I think Cody's winning two in a row. I think he last eliminates Punk. I think Punk shows frustration, but respect. And then he's already booked for Chamber, so he can win the Chamber. Go fight Seth Rollins. Mm. That's, that's how I see this one going. 
And I think Cody is going to make it clear that he's going to challenge whomever wins the WWE title match at the Royal Rumble at WrestleMania. I I had it backwards. I I honestly thought the frustration of Cody getting beat again, sitting there in the ring, seeing a CM Punk celebrate in front of him, you know, and then having to climb back up and get into the chamber and then win that chamber match and say, I finally done it. This was way harder than I thought. I'm going into the WrestleMania to go fight, blah, 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 you know. But I could be 100% wrong. You could default it over to, to CM Punk and have CM Punk in a grittier match at, you know, Elimination Chamber at 5 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> well, my thought process is he puts Cody over. It it circumvents the idea that, oh, he's here to step on his toes. He shows that he's willing to do business with an EVP. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And, you know, like, I, I think it accomplishes multiple things. I could be wrong. I want to see Punk win. I think he deserved to win 10 years ago. I think he deserved to win 12 years ago. But I, I just think that it's Cody's moment in the sun. And we will find out tomorrow. You know? We we will find out um, when the Royal Rumble takes place. Obviously, like Sean said, we will have John Alba covering the press conference for us. We're going to have a lot of stuff from that, I'm sure. Going to be a lot of fun, though. Royal Rumble is always the most fun show of the year, and I personally feel slightly better given that McMahon has at least resigned. You know, I'm sure that's not going to stop the questions, nor should it, but I do feel better knowing that at least he's not directly affiliated and they took care of the problem quickly. Yeah, I... uh, I hope that the next talks that we're having now about this is just finding people, you know, getting what they deserve and more things coming. Yeah, I couldn't say it better myself. I'm going to end with this uh, last super chat from Bohemian Bliss that says 2024 is going to be a great year for wrestling. TNA's back. Um, TNA is going to have a great comeback year. WWE is officially Vince-less. I love pro wrestling. I also love pro wrestling. Uh, Speaking of pro wrestling, Luis, our wonderful moderator who keeps track of all the Super Chats, gave us a quick Rampage rundown. Yeah, yeah. As uh, Mox defeated Moriarty, STP versus... uh, Moriarty and STP versus Claudio Knox next week. That's kind of banger. I'm looking forward to that. What do you think of that? Oh, yeah, oh, man. For collision. For, for collision. collision. Oh, All collision right, stacking it up, man. Yeah, I wonder why they got it. They got to <laughs> go up against something, don't they? Um, I'm looking forward to that one. Angela Parker asking Anna Jay if Ooh. she asked Harley Cameron to ruin the relationship with Soho, but Anna Jay slapped the hell out of him. Damn. Obviously, we know it's Soraya. I wish mm-hmm. Ruby would just watch the show. I would solve a lot of problems. I don't like when wrestlers don't just seem to watch the show. Um, Takeshita defeated Chris Daniels. Nice. Takeshita and Fletcher want individual matches against Jericho. Wow. That uh, Takeshita needs to get his win back from Jericho from DDT. I'm mm-hmm. all for that. Fletcher versus Jericho would be a, a fun little match. Private Party and Top Flight I have another confrontation. They're going to fight in New Orleans. Nice. Anna Jay defeats Ruby Soho. Maybe Ruby Soho would get her head in the game if she just watched the TV show. <laughs> Let's say it again. Eddie Kingston calls Brian Danielson a, ve- a veggie-eating hippie <laughs> and calls out Willie Mack. Nice. Oh, and, man. Uh, Serena D video package airs again. And then Komandara defeated Vikingo, Sabian, and Butcher to face Cassie tomorrow. Nice. I thought, I thought Vikingo would get it, but I guess not. There's your quick rampage rundown. Thank you to Luis for providing that for us. That was your SmackDown rundown, your Vince talk at the top of the show. Thanks, Sean, for filling in. Uh, Alex, where can they find you? Ladies and gentlemen, you can always find me on threads and Instagram at Alexis Cardoza. Sometimes I'll be on Twitter uh, doing a lot of crazy talk, you know, screaming at clouds at (laughs) underscore Alexis Cardoza. Um, Yeah, 
and uh, let's have some fun. Let's uh, watch and support the great talent uh, in pro wrestling. I agree with that. Guys, you can find me here on Fightful every day. I don't do as many of these anymore, but I am on the writing side every single day of the week. And you can check me out everywhere at Dude Felice, D-U-D-E-F-E-L-I-C-E. And thank you for supporting. Make sure to subscribe to Fightful Select, best $5 in the business. Going to have a lot of news, I'm sure, coming out of Royal Rumble weekend and all of this Man debacle. Guys, that's it for us. Have a great night. Have a safe night. See you here tomorrow for the Royal Rumble, one of the biggest shows of the year. But until then, we are out. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.